Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, fight fans, to another episode of BTR Boxing Podcast. Sean Basto, your host here, as always, going to be joined shortly by Jordy Neald for this episode of Manny Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner Preview. So before we get into the meat of the episode, I just want to take a moment to give a shout out to the sponsors for the podcast, which is Bear Attack Boxing. Now I've said it many times, I've said it on every episode, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to talk about Bear Attack Boxing, they are the sponsor for the podcast, and I want to tell you about their gloves. They're brilliant gloves, the high quality gloves that they're selling on their website at the moment. They are a relatively new company, so you've probably not heard of them, but I trust me when I say go over to the website, have a look at the gloves that they're doing at the moment, order yourself a pair, get them in the gym, get them on the back, get them on the pads, and you will not be disappointed. You've had a couple of pro fighters that have endorsed these gloves. You've had Tyrone McKenna who've endorsed them. You've had Tommy McCarthy who's endorsed them. You're probably going to have more people as the year goes on endorsing these gloves. So I'm just imploring you to go and have a look at it and find out what it's all about. And it's www.bearattackboxing.com co.uk at attack boxing on twitter and bear attack boxing on facebook and also i want you to go over to apple podcast and get subscribing to get all the latest episode of btr boxing podcast which includes ones to watch the promoter life the life and times of legendary nights preview podcast reaction shows you name it we've got it Get on there, subscribe, find us on Twitter at BTR Boxing Podcast, find us on Facebook, BTR Boxing Podcast, find us on Podbean, www.beyondtherocksboxingpodcast.podbean.com. We're everywhere on all good available podcasting apps. 
if you just type BTR Boxing Podcast into your search bar on whatever app you're using, you'll find us. You'll find us there. Go on, subscribe to us. Get doing it now. So without further ado, this is the preview episode for Manny Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner. You know, certain fights motivate you different. I just want to prove it to the people that Manny Pacquiao is still there. Who wouldn't want to have a win like Manny Pacquiao on their record? Every punch I throw, I'm punching with the hood behind me. And I'm excited for January 19th. You know, I ain't playing. I ain't coming in to lay down. I ain't coming in and lose. None of that. So, Jordy, we've got you on the line for Pacquiao versus Broner this weekend. Dialing in today, no computer. Uh, it usually have issues, don't we, you know, when you do all the dialing in stuff. It's like it drops out of connections and all the rest of it. So I thought, we'll just dial in tonight and then we don't have no issues because like, I want to make sure that we're we, 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 we shooting the breeze on this fucking episode tonight because like, I've got so much to say about this fight. It's unreal. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh it's tough sometimes for us to always get together so we have to sort of experiment with ways like this but I'm sure it'll be fine it'll be a real good but as you say it's a, a massive night Pacquiao Broner and there's a lot to talk about because they're pretty contrasting characters it's going to be a, a great fight a great start to the year for boxing really this. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it man it's just like I've been waiting for a big fight to come along because it's been a pretty quiet couple of weeks and this is the one I've been waiting for and first of all the fact that it's on terrestrial TV and get it on ITV4 oh absolute winner what a winner that is yeah if ITV do that more often you know it's going to be a good addition but obviously they've got the Gail Bank that's on pay-per-view so hopefully they don't be pushing pay-per-views out all the time because you know, you always hear the stories like back in the day sort of thing about fights being on terrestrial television and everyone being able to enjoy it. So, yeah, it's good that um, ITV have got back involved and, you know, what a fight to kick off there, you know, then coming back into the game. Yeah, and it's a good fight for the Al Heyman deal to be kicking off with as well. And this is a really good fight that I'm looking forward to. And I think when the fight was originally made, like people were just kind of shitting on it a little bit. And now it's nearer the time. Now we're into fight week. There's so much shit that's been said from Broner's side that it's like you, you are, you're either going to want Broner to get smashed or you know I've, I've been you know on the boxing groups on Facebook putting posts out and stuff and it's weird because like you'll get people that just want like Pacquiao to just blast him out of there because he's a dick but then you'll get other people that want to see Pacquiao get knocked out cold again it's just like well, why would you want to see that the guy's a decent guy man he builds houses for the poor in the Philippines yet you've got some idiot trash talking guy who goes and harasses staff at McDonald's and things like that I mean come on man you want Pacquiao to win this yeah I, de- I definitely do I mean what I want and what I think is going to happen two different things as I just said to you before I do want Pacquiao to ice him but I just think um, I've always said it but boxing's a young man's sport and although Adrian Broner's not he's not like a, a spring chicken but he's a lot younger than Pacquiao and I just think he might he might just be a little bit too fresh but I can't really bear to think what he's going to be like if he does win this because he's already saying he's the face of the sport and he's going to be the biggest thing in the sport once he wins this and stuff like that so 
it might be quite unbearable. The thing is, right, like with Brona, we, I've said this on many occasions, we've had this conversation on many occasions, like the guy has got some talent, he really has got some talent there, but it's his life outside of boxing that lets him down completely. And a few years ago, when he was under Mayweather and he was under the Mayweather banner, like everybody was touting him. Even Mayweather was saying he's going to be the next me. And it's like now he just, you know, he's created a bit of a bed that he's had to lie in at times. And he doesn't help himself when he makes sort of racial innuendos and all sorts of shit that he talks about. I mean, the one he was talking about, Freddie Roach, like, you know, Freddie Roach is had his I don't moments. even think he understands it, though. I no. think he's just that. I think he's that uneducated and that, I think the only word you can say is stupid, but you're literally like, he's that unaware of what he's saying and what he's doing, that he just, you know, he can get away with it because he is a rich man and sort of that's probably a sad thing with the world, but the fact that he gets away with stuff and by just by, you know, his status is just crazy, but obviously he's done his stint in jail and I'll probably have to guess it won't be his last one, but yeah, he's a very complex character and I don't think there's many people who do warm to him, including people like Mayweather, that he's distanced himself in the last few years to a point where they were talking about fighting. But, yeah, I think he's uh, everyone he seems to build a relationship with, he seems to tear it down at the same time. So I think that probably tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah, I think like there's a big incentive for this fight. There's a massive talk on social media at the moment of the fact that the winner of this will be fighting Mayweather, and apparently Mayweather's going to be there ringside, and he's going to basically get into the ring at the end of the fight. That's what I've been reading. I've been reading it. <laughs> what? what? Just, like I love Mayweather, like but it can't go on much longer. This like stuff of him coming back and exhibitions and then fight. Like, just hope I don't want to see that. Like I definitely Mayweather back I was terrible. I don't want to see it again. I don't think anyone does. It's money though, isn't it? So it's all about. <sighs> yeah, that literally. Yeah, you summed it up there. It's just it just spins too many dollars, and <sighs> I don't know how, but. You know, Flu Mayweather just seems to keep making more money even though he's retired. Do you think, like, he goes to the toilet as a shit and wipes his ass on, like, $100 bills? Um, he must be doing so- I don't reckon he. I don't reckon he wipes his own ass, to be honest. <laughs> I think he's fucking got someone doing that for him. I'm telling you, I'll, 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 how he needs that much money is, is untrue. Anyway, we get, we're going off on a bit of a tangent about bloody Mayweather and <laughs> yeah. all the shit he does here, but uh, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get a bit of structure going and talk about this particular fight, then we'll go into the build-up of the fight and we're going to start with Pacquiao really and obviously where he is at the moment the man's 40 years old this will be his 70th fight which is something you don't see at all anymore apart from Vladimir Klitschko I think Pacquiao's the only other fighter who's had that many fights who's active and at this level as well and uh, it's going to be it's the last chance saloon for him I mean he's looked he looked alright against Matisse but I think Matisse days for me was 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 past it and I did say he was past it when he fought Pacquiao so it's not like I was I wasn't expecting anything different out of that to be honest with you so he's, he, he kind of looked good in that fight Pacquiao and he looked like he'd roll back the years a little bit but again it's against a guy who we all thought was kind of past it as well but before that you look back to his record before that now you, obviously we're going back to that Mayweather fight in 2015 and then he, he fought obviously Tim Bradley uh, and then he got the win over Tim Bradley, then fought Jesse Vargas, got a win over Jesse Vargas, lost to Jeff Horn, which, from from what I remember about that fight, was a bit controversial, and I think he shouldn't have lost that fight, and I think he was robbed in Australia, and Australia is really shit for judging, as we've seen in the past 18 months, so I think he was robbed in that fight, to be fair, but 
he comes back against Matisse last year in July, has a year off, comes back a year later, and he's a year older, and now we're in... You said it was a young man's game earlier, and I think that was a, 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 the right comment to make, because the thing is, Broner is a lot younger now and back than Pacquiao. He's like 10 years his junior, so that's going to have to play a factor on the night. But talking about Pacquiao then, Jordi... What are you making of him at the moment? Did you take anything away from that fight with Matisse? Do you think he's still got something left in the tank to beat Broner? Uh, I think it's st- I, I think he's definitely still got something in the tank, but I just think a lot of what he's done lately is a bit padded, like the Matisse thing. You know, you don't have to look far to see that. That wasn't Matisse who we, who we all know. And then he got beat by Jeff Horn, whether that was um, controversial or not. Like, in his prime, Jeff Horn wouldn't have been allowed to spar with Manny Pacquiao, never mind have an actual fight. So the fact that that was even close enough to be a robbery just t- tells you probably where his levels are. And then before that, obviously, you got Vargas and Tim, Tim Bradley. Um, uh, yeah, I think a lot of any time he's fought anyone who's got, like Jeff Horn, for example, he was like in his prime, even though his prime should be nowhere near. Pacquiao, he still made it a competitive fight and come out with a victory. So I think if you if you Adrian Broner is fighting Jeff Horn, I think you'd probably most people would probably start with Adrian Broner. Well, I definitely would. I don't really understand the Jeff Horn thing. I think he's done well, but I'm not sure of his ability. So I think um, yeah, I think Broner might just be a bit young, but I don't really think it's the Manny Pacquiao that we all know. The, I know he's eight to being world champion and all that stuff, but you know it's, it's an, it doesn't take a genius to work out his best days are behind him. I think when you look at Broner and you look at his record going into this fight, obviously it's been you know real real hit and miss the last couple of years, and I, I, I boil it down to overconfidence and I boil it down to the fact that he's not living right outside of the ring. I mean, look at the presser for this, the original announcement, the press conference that he did, and everyone's taking the piss out of him because he's got this little jelly belly going on, and all of a sudden now he looks in phenomenal shape, but... I don't know how much that's going to play a big part on fight night, whether he's really tried to strip that weight off quite quickly or, or, or not. I don't know. I mean, that could be a factor, but I can mention that a little bit later on down the line. But I'm talking about his record now. And, you know, he had a real great record going into the Maidana fight. And obviously, Maidana just absolutely spanked him in that fight. <laughs> and he got a bit of a humble bit of a humble pie there in that one. And... Yeah, I still watch that fight back. I love it. <laughs> I love it it's so satisfying watching it because I, I think everyone loves Maidana, but you know his antics in that fight were just ridiculous, bronze, and he uh, he got taught a lesson. So yeah, it's, it never gets old. That one. And then you look at his, his his record. Obviously, he's been beaten. Then after that, of Sean Porter, who's gone on to obviously become WBC champion in the welterweight division. And then you look at the other losses that he's got in his record. He had a loss against Mikey Garcia. And I know we all know Mikey Garcia and how good of a fighter he is, and and where he's going with his fight with Errol Spence. And then he got a majority draw in his last fight with Jesse Vargas. So he's he's been real hit and miss over the past few years. And I think if he would have been hundred percent dead dedicated inside and outside the ring we could be talking about a completely different fight here we could be talking about Manny Pacquiao is going to get absolutely smashed and spanked because and he's too old and he's going to be you know Brown is going to do what Pacquiao did to De La Hoya all them years ago when he just absolutely spanked him because De La Hoya was well at the end of his career and he was really weight drained but Pacquiao Manny's, I think that's go on that's, that's honestly how I see the fight going I don't think Brown is going to stop Pacquiao but I wouldn't like people might disagree with this, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a bit of a beating, to be honest. 
because I just don't know what I just don't see how people can say Pacquiao still got anything left I mean I might be completely wrong and I hope I am but I just think a lot of what he's done in the last couple of years being padded and um, he might have just gone on a couple of fights too long so I think it might be a bit of a, um, a one sided affair if I'm honest well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about that uh, in a short while about how we think the fight's going to go eventually. But we're going to look at what we normally would look at in the big previews is sort of keys to victory. And the keys to victory, really, for starting with Manny Pacquiao, for me, is it's, it's well, he's just got her overrun. <laughs> he's just got her overrun, Broner. I mean, the guy has got an engine for, uh, the, for a man of the age of like 40 years old. And he's got calves the size of tree trunks. The guy is. In, in immense shape as usual and he's a consummate professional when it comes to the boxing ring but he, he has to he has to get onto Broner's chest from day one one thing we learned from the Maidana fight even though it was a few years back is that he doesn't like the pressure he doesn't like having someone coming at him constantly and we've seen that in the Mikey Garcia fight as well actually and that was another example of where he really doesn't like it and for, for for Broner, he's got to he's got to counteract that. He's got to be really cute, really slick, you know, throwing them combinations and then getting out and then on the back foot, he's got to be throwing counters into Pacquiao. And you you've got to take a lot from the Marquez fight. Uh, I think it was the fourth Marquez fight where Marquez absolutely sparked Pacquiao out with that great shot that he didn't see coming. He walked straight into it, Pacquiao. So there is that that vulnerability about Pacquiao that we've seen in the past so it's going to be interesting because people are kind of split on this people are saying like yourself that you feel Broner's you know just too young and too fresher than Pacquiao to win but I don't know I think we'll we'll obviously come to predictions in a few moments but it's going to be interesting to see how they both come in with the game plans and how it's going to go I think Pacquiao's going to come in with with his normal engine for 12 rounds and if a stoppage comes it comes if it doesn't he'll just try and out hustle him and out out box him because he is the shorter man he is going to have to try and get on the inside but he's been doing it for years now he knows exactly what he needs to do in his fight to get through it to win what what do you think then Jordy what do you think about it? how do you think Pacquiao would win this I think, fight I think you're right in the fact that he can out, out hustle Broner and I think Broner is you know liable to get out hustled he will just sort of he will try and coast and stuff like that but I just have doubts at whether Manny Pacquiao can go at that pace anymore and if he gets if he can only go to a pace where Broner's comfortable you know, he's a Broner's a brilliant boxer when he's especially when he gets in a rhythm and sometimes he just gets in a bit of like airplane mode when he's just you know, he's just in a nice rhythm and he just sort of knocks up rounds. That's why sometimes in his fights in the middle rounds he picks up so many so many rounds in the middle ones. It's the one where he, the ones where he has to concentrate, the early rounds or the later rounds where he seems to drop. So I think I just don't think Manny Pacquiao will be able to get into such a rhythm to offset Adrian Broner and that's why it's I can see it being pretty comfortable for Broner because if you let him stay at his pace, then it, you know he's a hard man to he's a, he's a hard man to unsettle. It'll be interesting to see how they come out. I really will, and I think it kind of moves us sort of nicely onto where we think this fight is going to go prediction-wise. I think you've already kind of said it a few times in the episode about the fact that you feel Broner is is going to be the man on the night that's going to going to win the fight, but. I don't know. To be honest with you, this is probably the first one we've done together where I feel like I feel like I need to sit on the fence a little bit. But I, I do need to kind of make a decision because otherwise it just becomes boring if we don't. So I think, yeah. based on, as I said, it's, it's sort of head over heart for me. You know, I want I want Pacquiao to absolutely put a beating on him, but 
you know, as we've said time and time again, you've got to sort of be cold with boxing predictions. And, you know, I just think, as I've said, Brown is just too young, too fresh, and probably too good, to be honest. Well, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against you in this one, and I'm going to say that Pacquiao's going to beat him. And the reason I think Pacquiao is going to beat him is because I feel he has he's got all that experience and I know you're talking about age and I know that plays a factor in fights but I'll always refer to, to some of the greats out there which you think of George Foreman you think of Bernard Hopkins guys that were well into the 40s that have gone down as all time greats which Pacquiao will go down as they've come out there and shocked a lot of people picking up victories in their careers at certain ages now Pacquiao has kept himself in good shape always he's always consummate he's always healthy outside of the ring and he always seems to get in there and do a job and I do think he's going to do a job on Adrian Broner and hopefully uh, talking with my uh, heart and head here I absolutely hope he smashes him and I hope he knocks him out and I hope that puts an end to Broner to be honest with you in the boxing ring because I've, I've not been a fan of his for a long time when he when he was first on the scene and he, he looked really good but as soon as he gets himself on the mic he, he, tries, to be, he tries to be funny but he, I don't find him funny I just don't find him funny people might be like I don't think anyone does apart from himself to be honest I don't I don't, Jordy, I don't. Just, no I don't, I don't I don't get it but I think he's a, as I said before, I think he's just it's just the fact that he's so oblivious to the real world that he just sort of gets tied up in his own head. But, you know, I, I tend to not watch any of his press conferences or his interviews because he either just starts talking about how much money he's got or you know, like he's been saying this week he's the he's the face of boxing or something like that. I don't know how he works that out coming off a loss and a draw. But he's the face of boxing that does <laughs> I think that's something only he can understand but yeah he's a, he's a bit of a, an idiot to be honest but uh, it doesn't really matter once they get in the ring I, I, I suppose I, I think what it is for me is like I like characters in boxing I do and I think if he would have applied himself as a character the right way then I wouldn't be asked. I, I, I'd probably be laughing but some of the stuff he says is below the belt and it's like yeah okay sometimes people do it to hyper fight but Something it just it's just like pure it's just like you said earlier, it's like you don't know whether he's not getting the fact that the you know, certain things are not banter when he's talking about people's illnesses and conditions and you know, ribbing them because of the Do you think uh, he even understands them illnesses though, honestly? I, I honestly don't know, but I, d- I honestly don't think he's is bright enough to understand that like a long term illness. And I know that does sound a bit like I'm not even. I'm honestly not making excuses for him. I just think he's that stupid. <laughs> I don't think there's anything between his between his ears. I honestly don't. I think if he didn't have boxing, God forbid, where he would be. Because he's even listening to him talk, he he's not. He doesn't make any sense. And then he just obviously starts throwing you know, any sense that's coming out of his mouth. But yeah, I think a lot of what he said, he doesn't even understand himself. He just says it because you know he doesn't have a filter between his head and his mouth whatever he thinks he says and you know sometimes to his detriment well most of the time to his detriment I've seen something today and it was something along the lines of (laughs) he's gonna he's gonna feed Pacquiao an Alsatian or something like that I don't know if you've seen that at all doesn't surprise me it sounds like something he'd say 
Yeah, I was seeing it earlier today. I was looking, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go again. What else has he said now? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, they, they have obviously this thing of, um, I don't know how true this is actually, going off on a bit of a tangent, but the, 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 I remember the song that United fans used to sing about Park G Sung and about, about, about eating dogs in your own country. And I don't know if there's some sort of... I've never been... I think that sums up Man United and sums <laughs> up Adrian Brown, let's be honest. <laughs> Man United fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're from the same cloth as Adrian Brown, in my eyes. Oh, that's it now. We're going to get a lot of abuse now. You've made that comment about Man United fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you, you've, know, you've got to remember you know, that. There's, there's, there's some things I can't... There's, there's only... But I can't be impartial on. Man United is one of them. You've got to remember, though, Jordi, a lot of United fans come from down south. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I lost faith than ourselves as well. But yeah, that's, that's true. for another day and another podcast. Uh, uh, absolutely. But uh, going back to Brona, <laughs> going back to Brona making Alsatian comments about uh, people over it. Uh, people over. When have we ended up on this on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the standards are <laughs> dropping. With the best intentions to stay professional, talk about a good boxing fight that's on this weekend, and we're talking about Alsatians in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that doesn't sum us up. No, no, no. If you listen to this episode by the way don't judge it based on this <laughs> you know because uh, this is this is like this is like 5 out of 10 standard this but actually you know people are probably laughing with us to be fair because it's all true stuff it's not like it's not like we're chatting shit it is actually true some of the stuff that's being said here and you know it just makes you start to wonder about like you say about Broner and the, 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 there's no filter between his brain and his mouth and he doesn't think about shit before he says it and it's 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 entertaining for some people, but I don't find it entertaining. I just it comes across as a dick. no. I think there's a there's a difference between trash talk. You know, there's good trash talkers. Mayweather was good at it because you know he, he had a plan and stuff like that. And you know, trash talking's got its place in the game, but he doesn't trash talk. He just you know just talks nonsense. You see some of the things he says in the press conferences, and like not one single person laughs or you know gives him anything back. He just everyone can just see it's just coherent and it's just not. You no, know, he doesn't really have a clue what he's saying himself. So, yeah, I think he's got it. He's got it wrong on the old uh, trash talking thing. Did you get any betting tips for the fight? No, I didn't. To be honest, I haven't looked. I mean, I know that um, Aiden Brown is like two to one to win. So, Fuck I mean, man. that's what I'll probably bet on. But yeah, it's not. I don't. I haven't really looked at um, at the betting for this one. I've been sort of got my eye on the uh, the, mat- the first matchroom bill. I think there'll be some. Uh, there'll be some better on that one because it looks like a good competitive card that one with Cheeseman and stuff so yeah they'll be, they'll be passed in it's obviously close to the time so we've made our predictions then for the fights let's let's just move on them and briefly talk about the fights that happened over the weekend last weekend which we didn't feel it warranted like a full on reaction show so we said we'd mention it on this big fight preview uh, obviously Caleb Plant beating Jose Uzakatagai for the IBF super middleweight title which I, th- I think there was a few people that didn't see it coming and I, w- I wasn't sure myself whether he'd do it but he dropped him twice uh, and beat him and I was like yeah. wow I spoke to you one day uh, on the phone and I said to you like, I thought he was overpriced I thought like, I've watched a bit of Caleb Plant I, I, it's weird because I come across him on Instagram once like just I was literally just on there and I, you know happened to see a video of Caleb Plant and I, I obviously liked what I've seen I thought I'll sort of follow this guy so I've, I've been sort of aware of him for a while and I think he just sort of slipped under the radar but you know he's quite a character as well he's got he's got an amazing backstory it's amazing but tragic at the same time you know and obviously he's a world champion now so I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen 
know, maybe Eddie or someone trying to make a move for him because he's a very, very sellable guy. He's a, he's got a good story and he'll be in some big fights now. Uh, Devin Haney won last weekend as well. I noticed he picked up another win and he moves yeah. on. Um, I think he needs. A, I think he needs a step in opposition. Him. I think like I, I've looked at him a few times and felt like you know he's going to be a big prospect. Here. We're going to see him over here in the UK at some point fighting one of our fighters. But sometimes I see him in and he's not really fighting guys that really he should be fighting at this stage. And he reminds me of some of the fighters we have over here in the UK where you know they get to like twenty twenty one and oh and they've, they've they've hardly really fought anybody of of great notable. Uh, opposition, like they're fighting a lot of journeymen and a lot of wayfighters, but they're not fighting anybody that's actually going to punch back and give him a test. And obviously, Devin Haney, people are raving about him in America, and I, I want to see if he's the real deal or not. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's in a tough position where you know he's obviously too good to be fighting, you know, guys on the circuit. But is he really ready for like fringe world level where he'll you know quite quickly get found out? So. I think he's in a bit of a tough period at the moment, but you know, 2019 is a year where he's going to have to be in big fights, and you know, there's some mega fights for him down the line. He looks like an absolute unbelievable talent. Was there anything else from last weekend that I've not mentioned? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head now. What we uh, what we do in the episode? I'm thinking, hang on a minute, have I missed anything <laughs> out? I can't remember. Was there anything major from last weekend other than them two fights? No, to be honest, I mean, I've been I've been um, even since Christmas, I've been on a bit of a a boxing break because it's so intense from obviously like this weekend onwards really you know pretty much something every weekend especially the way it's gone with Eddie and you know Frank and then Al Heyman everyone's got shows all the time so for these couple of weeks where it's quiet you know you have to just try and take it to rest my mind a little bit so I'll be honest I only watched um, Caleb Plant and Who's Got Sky I didn't watch anything else and you know I'm, I am ready to get back into it now but it's, a, it's definitely a couple of weeks that you need because the whole year is just intense yeah, yeah, it's it's massively intense, isn't it? You think about February onwards. You've got the matchroom show at uh, the start of February. You've got uh, quite a few small hall shows that we're going to be covering for each sleep boxing repeat, and then you get into March. And March is like the manic manic March. It's called like it's literally there's so many yeah. big big shows going on and more being announced all the time. And then that one from Liverpool today with obviously uh, Liam Smith fighting Sam Eggington, and you know the big Liverpool card, Scott Fitzgerald, Anthony Fowler. You know some big big shows being announced now and uh, Joe Joyce and Bermain's Taverne as well I just read that today I'm like fucking hell where's this come from yeah he's moving quick Joe to be fair to him like he's doing uh, I know he's 33 he hasn't really got time on his side has he but you know that's a, that's a pretty credible step up so yeah it's big big uh, big year for him but I think I know they're friends and they've fought on that but you know he's got to start sort of making inroads towards Joshua now I don't think he'll be aiming for Wilder you know, I think he'll have his eyes on trying to, you know, be the man who faces Joshua, whether that's this year or next. But yeah, you've got to start moving quite quick, Joe, and that's a good, very, very good step up, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it's massive. I've been saying for months and months that I want to see him step up against someone. The only problem with Stavern is again, like people are going to sit there and say, well, yeah, he's not really been active for a long period of time. The last time he was active was against Wilder when he did that little, uh, <laughs> that little. I can't think of the word. I'm trying to think of a funny word, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. You know when he absolutely sparked him and he's like bent backwards in half when Wilder knocked him out. Yeah, he was a bit funny. That's, that's what I mean. But like, he's not fought since then. So, I mean, if Joe Joyce does go and go in there and end up facing him on that Eubank to Gale undercard, then I'd, I'd probably favour Joe Joyce to knock him out. To be honest with you, the way Joe Joyce yeah. has been sparking him all at the moment. Yeah, that bill's pretty much it. With the Gail Eubank, and then you've obviously got Selby, you've got other than then I think they've had Chris Congo as well today, so 
I think that's uh, that's shaping up quite nice. I think it needs a good good solid underguard in order to justify the pay per view. But yeah, it's just as I said, it's just another fight for us to look forward to. Now we've had a good break, and then you know the fight's just come thick and fast now. That's it. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Obviously, it's gone from a professional conversation about a big fight this weekend to Alsatians in the Philippines. <laughs> and we sort of talked a little bit about the fights last weekend. I've not got anything else to add for this preview. We're a very episode. professional podcast, if anyone's, if anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah. We say... <laughs> We stay on the subject and, you know, we absolutely know what we're talking about. So if you want to know any information about Alsatians in the Philippines, you know, just get in touch with Sean. He's here. He's well clued up. I'm an Alsatian connoisseur. That's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, got nothing to add for the rest of the episode. Obviously, for the listeners that have stuck with us and, and really helped us get 2019 off the ground, all I can say is thank you so much because 2019 has started out absolutely brilliant for us. We've had the Ones to Watch series coming in thick and fast. We've had the Promoter Live coming in thick and fast. The Life and Times of the Kevin Johnson episode. You've got that to listen to. You know, the so much going on at the moment with the podcast that there is literally content coming out either every day or every other day and I know it's thick and fast but people are listening to it and it's great and I really appreciate everybody retweeting on Twitter and liking and then sharing on Facebook and obviously following the podcast page has really ramped up over the past month so you know I'm really happy our downloads you know we don't really talk about numbers and stuff like that but our downloads are really smashing it through through the month it's halfway through it already and we're already smashing a target we wanted to achieve so you know we're really doing well and, and it's all thanks to obviously the guys that are listening to the episodes and downloading and sharing on social media and obviously the support we're having from Bear Attack Boxing which has allowed us to get to this next level so you know I'm really chuffed with it all to be honest with you Jordy and I'm really looking ahead to what's to come in the future Yeah as you said it's, uh, all those stats and have been brilliant the, uh, more and more sponsors and people helping us out so um, I haven't been as involved in the early part of the year as I just said and you've been putting out you know crazy amounts of content on your own so yeah hopefully all the hard work pays off and I you know I just can't wait to get back recording now all the time and uh, take the podcast up another level again that's the one so thank you for listening thank you for subscribing to this as I said at the start of the episode find us on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean or on Stitcher Player FM Spreaker Spotify you know the score by now follow us at BTR Boxing Pod and BTR Boxing Podcast on Facebook as well so thanks for listening to this preview episode for Pacquiao versus Broner enjoy it fight fans <laughs> Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.